Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1. I am Reese and we are looking at the US Grand Prix qualifying reaction here. What has been actually a very fun qualifying, which is setting up what should be a fantastic and close sprint race weekend. Let's start though, uh, not with Q1, but actually looking at some FP1 uh, stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm going to call it. Because it's been an awful day if you're a fan of Aston Martin. Uh, now, both cars have had upgrades this weekend. Big upgrades which are really serving as a testing session looking towards next year. But they don't seem to be working. Because in FP1, Lance Stroll basically completed one lap before his brakes gave up. Fernando Alonso seemed to have similar issues with brake failure. But managed to stick around a little bit longer. Into qualifying, it looked like those uh, issues were carrying on. Also, there was a big issue with their wheel guns as well. Basically, everything going wrong for Aston Martin, and it would just get worse for them as we went on throughout the session. On the other side, though, Nico Hulkenberg in the Haas looked like they got it all right in terms of their uh, qualifying performance, because on his first lap, with eight minutes to go, he takes P1 in Q1. We'll see how that goes later on. Also, Alpine are a very interesting one. In FP1, they showed absolutely no pace whatsoever. Looked like they were absolutely nowhere. Looked awful. Turn up to qualifying. Look fantastic. Out of nowhere, they have this fantastic qualifying pace. Maybe we'll turn around in the race and find out that they have got no race pace. But in terms of single lap, looking good for the Alpine team. But it's also a big return for our good friend, everyone. Our good friend, Track Limits. It's, oh, how I've missed the Track Limits. It's only been two weeks. Uh, so, yeah, Logan Sargent was the first to come victim to the Track Limits, having his time deleted. And as we got towards the end of Q1, uh, the track really ramped up in terms of track evolution, and we had some super fast times. Uh, so much to the point that, like, it was basically, if you set your lap time last, you massively benefited. The person who did not benefit was Nico Hulkenberg. Because he not only set his lap time quite early, but also was a victim of track limits and had his track time deleted and would uh, start Sunday's race in 16th place. Now, good news from Haas is really that the pace looks like it's there, especially that one lap pace. But Haas have always had one lap pace. The question will arise around their race pace in terms of uh, tyre temperature and all that kind of stuff. Has their new upgrades fixed that issue that has been prominent for them all year? Yes or no? Uh, but yeah, real mixed signals from Haas here because it's looking good as long as they can conquer the issue they've had all year. Uh, hopefully Hulkenberg will get better than that. The big surprise though was in P17, it's Fernando Alonso, the only driver who had been in Q3 in every single race so far this season goes out in Q1. Unbelievable stuff for Alonso in P17. Uh, Aston, yeah, just not looking good at all. He said that it might be to do with his uh, outlap, didn't really get the space that he wanted in terms of uh, car position, uh, cars in front of him. But uh, yes, overall, still not not great for Aston. And uh, there was a little thing that came out before the race about someone had run simulator times and Aston apparently were the ninth quickest team on the grid. And I kind of brushed that off as kind of just silly guesswork. 
but who knows it might be true because they did not look good here at all in 18th is Alexander Albon in the Williams. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, Albon's able to pull out something special with that Williams, but uh, not so much today. Lance Stroll was 19th, his fourth Q1 elimination in a row now for Lance Stroll. Uh, he didn't punch anyone, though, so that was good. Then Logan Sargent in P20 in the back of the grid at uh, one of his many home Grand Prix this year. And, you know, I said that this qualifying was close, and it was close in all the sessions. For example, here, the gap between P4 and P18 in Q1 was less than half a second. So very, very, very close margins for everyone uh, across the grid here, setting up what should be a very exciting weekend. Over to Q2, though, and Lando Norris uh, suffers track limits and gets his time deleted, but he does blame his track limit violation on traffic in front of him, but they showed the replay, and I mean, he could have a bit of dirty air, a bit of turbulence, but I don't think he can fully blame the traffic for that one there. At the end of um, Q2, though, in 15th place is Daniel Ricciardo. Uh, he did set a fast lap time, but track limits. Magnussen in 14th with the Haas. It's Bottas in 13th for Alfa Romeo. With his teammate Joe ahead in 12th. Then Yuki Snowder in 11th place. So no massive surprises there, really. But, yeah, I think Ricciardo has some spaces to make up there. Definitely can go quicker than 15th place. Into Q3, and a lot of guys went out on used tyres for their first lap times. And in terms of first lap times, this is how they all ranked after that. George Russell was in 10th uh, due to his lap time being deleted due to track limits. Ocon in 9th, and Piastri 8th, Norris 7th, Sergio Perez in 6th, Gasly 5th, 4th for Sainz, 3rd Verstappen, 2nd Lewis Hamilton, and then 1st on provisional pole was Charles Leclerc. Now we go on to our final fast laps, and it all goes wrong for Max Verstappen. Lock up into turn 1 on his final lap, and then on the 2nd to last corner, uh, he breaks track limits. He does cross line and take provisional pole by 0.005 of a second, but that lap time does get deleted due to track limits. Then... Everyone else crosses the line, and this is our top 10 for Sunday, and let me tell you, this is a fun one. So, in 10th is Oscar Piastri, 9th Sergio Perez, 8th for Ocon, 7th for Gasly. That Alpine pace really showing very well here um, in Q3. Max Verstappen will start 6th after his track limits violation. He uh, takes his second fastest time, which is only best for 6th. Uh, George Russell is 5th. Carlos Sainz in 4th. Lewis Hamilton in 3rd. Lando Norris, who has been struggling for a lot of this weekend, and uh, McLaren very much downplaying their chances this weekend. Somehow, Lando Norris manages, manages to put it onto P2. And then it is Charles Leclerc in the Ferrari on pole position for Sunday's race. Really, really, really exciting stuff here. There's lots of stories up and down the grid. Uh, what can Max Verstappen do from P6? Can he still win the race? Yes, I think he can. Uh, you know, this this track, Austin, it's one where, you know, overtaking, it's not easy, but it's not hard either. You can overtake here, and Max Verstappen definitely can. Especially that long back straight where that... Uh, 
Red Bull DRS will be extremely powerful. So Max Verstappen, definitely not one to write off in this race. But you know, everyone's very close. Charles Leclerc could win it. Lando Norris could win it. Lewis Hamilton could win it. Carlos Sainz could win it. George Russell might be there. Max Verstappen can win it. There's lots of guys here who could win this race. Oscar Piastri is a bit low down in temp, so he'll be looking to move up. What can Perez do from ninth? Where are the Alpines pace realistically? Aston at the back. Can they fight through or is that their true pace there at the back? And then you got the guys in the middle. Ricardo, he's looking to make an impression. Yes, he's got that contract for next year, but you know, he's missed so many races so far. He's looking to prove himself here. There's a lot of big stories up and down the grid. And the thing is, we have to wait until Sunday because we've got a whole entire qualifying session and race tomorrow for the sprint shootout and the sprint race. Of course, we'll be covering all that here tomorrow. So make sure you like and subscribe for all that kind of stuff. But yeah, this is truly a very exciting weekend, possibly the most exciting one we've had all year because I have no idea which way this is going to go. Let me know in the comments who you're backing to win this race on Sunday because my money would still be on Verstappen. But as I said, it can go either way. An interesting thing to remember, statistically, if Charles Leclerc is on pole, Max Verstappen is likely to win. That's how the statistics go. So will that happen again this weekend? We'll wait and see. I'll be back tomorrow for a video after the sprint shootout and a very late one for us here in the UK for the recap of the sprint race. Until then, though, have a good one. I'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye.